TVNZ's Sunday program says that they delve into the subjects that matter to you. Well, the problem is that they delve into them, but only to push a biased, one-sided narrative. And the most recent episode at the weekend is a classic example. Let's check it out. So current events programs, I think, should be balanced and should present both sides so that viewers can come to their own conclusion based on the evidence and the arguments and the counter-arguments. But TVNZ Sunday program isn't too good at this. They recently examined the issue of puberty blockers for children who have gender dysphoria. But this wasn't an investigation. This was a further pushing of the media's own narrative. They didn't talk to paediatricians who are raising the red flag, and there are many of them, or refer to any of the research which is calling into question the current trend in the treatment of children suffering from gender dysphoria. So we applied the blowtorch uh, to some of the statements that were made on the Sunday program there, and uh, you can see that episode on our YouTube channel or on our website, and I'll put a link in the description section of this video. They also examine conversion therapy in one of the worst examples of journalism I've seen involving hidden cameras, entrapment, and coming to a conclusion that I think most viewers would not have naturally come to. But it was all about a campaign and pushing a narrative. And uh, there's been other examples, including a recent example of glorifying euthanasia, once again, without the contraview. But last weekend's episode was no different, no different. It was about drug testing. And they said the so-called war on drugs is now being fought on a different battlefield where Kiwi users are urged by police to get their drugs checked at legal testing clinics. And they say they're also far more likely to be referred to health services than locked up for possession. It's called harm minimization, but is it working? Well, that was their description of the program. But be, before I show you a short presentation that we did busting all their arguments for drug testing, and there's quite a few strong ones, here's what the program showed. And firstly, there was the cop. I see our job as providing a solid harm reduction education to people, to say to people, if you're going to choose to use drugs, here are some ways you can help to keep yourself a little bit more safe. Okay, so yep, you're going to use drugs, so somehow we're going to tell you how to make yourself safe. And then there's the drug testers themselves connected to the Drug Foundation. Once the drugs are tested, know your stuff, sit you down for a chat. This is what we found. Do you still intend on taking it? You know, is it what you thought it was? Is it not? If you're still going to take this, this is how to do it safely. Critics. Oh yeah, so you know, you're still going to take it. Um, take it safely. Apparently you can take drugs safely, apparently. But then at this very same rave that they're at, apparently 60 people with drug harm. Uh, well, apparently that's not a problem for St. John's. St. John treated 60 people for taking too much of whatever they took. Are most of them going to be okay? 99% plus. Ah, there we go, 99% uh, plus of 60 people. That's an interesting bit of sums there. But 60 people with drug harm. What the, what the Sunday program didn't do was allow the contrary view. 
the view opposing drug testing, the message that it sends, the view that says that drug testing simply allows drug takers to play Russian roulette with their lives, and that there is no such thing as a safe drug. So have a watch of this short clip. Also, keep an eye out for the weak, poor research which drug advocates try and rely on to justify their cause. Here's the view that Sunday program didn't want you to see. So here's drug testing at its most basic level. Drugs are illegal because of the significant harm they cause. You give some of your illegal drugs to the drug testers. They check that your illegal drug is actually a pure illegal drug. They can give you the green light if it's confirmed that it's an illegal drug you consume the illegal drug. Dopey, eh? Allowing drug use and drug testing is flawed and dangerous. It's primarily being used by drug-friendly groups as a wedge to normalize all drug use. And it's important to note that the supporters of drug testing are the same groups that were campaigning hard to legalize cannabis in the recent referendum. The Drug Foundation, who are behind Know Your Stuff, the Green Party, and also the Labour Party, Helen Clark, and other familiar drug campaigners. Now, granted, drug testing may tell you if a drug has additional material in it, which is harmful. But here's the problem. It does not guarantee that the drug being taken will not cause any physical or mental harm or death to the individual consumer. It also cannot account for an individual's physiological response to each drug. Pill testing cannot test for the use of other drugs. Pill testing cannot test for individual allergic-like reactions. Pill testing on site cannot test for dosage. In other words, how many pills the person consumes. They test one, but they have another nine in their pocket to consume. Pill testing is incapable of preventing home deaths if the drug is consumed later at home. There have been many recent examples where drugs have caused significant harm and these drugs would have been given the green light by drug testing anyway. The inevitable result will be more people willing to use the substance on the false assumption that they are now safe and publicly acceptable. A recent study by Western Australia's Edith Cowan University found that while first-time users might be more cautious, regular drug users were only more likely to reduce their harm intentions if the ecstasy, the MDMA, contained a toxic contaminant, but not if the test revealed a high dose or an inconclusive result. The researchers said that if the participant was a prior MDMA user who was also high in sensation seeking, as many drug users are, then they were at the greatest risk of harm even after participating in the test. Drug Free Australia has provided research showing that according to the medical literature, the accelerating number of Australian deaths from MDMA are mostly not from overdosing, nor according to coroner's reports, are they due to impurities in the party pills. They're simply from individual reactions to drugs. A group of friends can all ingest the same amount of drugs, but only one might die. Now, rather ironically, just last week, the head of Know Your Stuff, which is the Drug Foundation's group behind this push for drug testing, made this rather telling statement on Radio New Zealand. Of course, there is also the advice we've been giving people for the last six years who are at events that we aren't at, 
is to treat all drugs as if they are unknown and approach them with extreme caution. Exactly. That's what we think also. What's interesting is to compare this government's approach to drugs with the long-standing approach by previous governments to cigarettes. It's become more difficult to obtain cigarettes with a massive hike in prices. We've made them seem frightening instead of cool. We've made laws and we've stood firm. We've subsidised products to help people give up. Quit lines. It was the right thing to do, but it hasn't been easy. But Ministry of Health data shows that it's clearly working. What we've achieved is a new intolerance to smoking. You can choose to do it, but we make it so difficult for you that you might just give up. And without question, this has changed our culture for the better, plus the innumerable benefits to our health, our communities, and our future generations. But the government's approach to drugs is in the opposite direction. Instead of making it harder, they're making it easier, less frightening, and less risky. If you think it doesn't make sense, you're right. At the same time as we encourage and adopt alcohol-free and smoke-free public events, having drug-free events is also a health and safety approach based on best practice. Testing won't protect users because there is no such thing as a completely safe drug. Pill testing will be seen by many younger people, especially as a clear endorsement of drug use. It sends a message that illicit drugs are acceptable and can be safe and it will actually worsen harmful drug use so that more lives will be put at risk with the belief that the drug they are taking is somehow safe. Drug testing sounds well-intentioned, but behind the smokescreen is simply another ill-informed decision to consume illicit drugs. And please note, this won't stop at just music festivals. This is an attempt to normalise drug use anytime, anywhere. Festival goers this summer should enjoy the music. And drug users, in general, wherever they are, should stop playing Russian roulette with drugs and with their lives. Mm -hmm.